Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Check out the Ugly Club Podcast, Tuesdays on iTunes and ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. It's a two-man operation. Here we go. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. From Asmacore Studios near Detroit, Michigan, it's Unregimented. Gangsters, what's up, guys? Number 133. All right. I'm Chris. I'm Aaron. That's it. So you get today. It's just the two of us, and we are way off the periodic uh, table of elements here. Oh, what's number one thirty-three is the atomic number of an, an element temporarily called untritrium. Ooh. Untritrium. What? I it's think. a relative of unobtainium. I think that's what Ultron was made out of. Oh, okay. So what is name pending? I guess it's subject to be hey, changed. Listen, we just found That's this a, one. It's a placeholder. Yeah, we don't like this name. We're coming up with a new one. Interesting. Do you, you can do that in science? That's allowed? Yeah, well, you, that's part of science, isn't it? Making up names for shit? Well, that's you, like the best part of science. But why make up the first? Why make up the second name? You didn't like the first name? Well, like the first team of scientists pouted, like we'll pick the one. But yeah, maybe it was the the best of the shoe. worst, and nobody was really satisfied with it, and they just said we'll put a pin in that. And they hired a new scientist and said, "Get this name out of here." Or, from the looks of the word, it was you know done word by word by committee. It's not an easy one to pronounce either. <laughs> I thought it was on tritrium. What's the old thing that a, a camel was a horse designed by a committee? Oh yeah, a little cough there. Did you get your flu shot? No. Yeah, me neither. No, that was clearly a liquid went down the wrong pipe cough. Have you you ever gotten a flu shot before? No. It's time. Because you know who's at risk? Babies and old people. I'm not either one of those. Hey, last year... If I was a baby or an old person, I would be concerned. Last flu season, 146 children lost their lives to the illness. Great, I'm not a child. Right, and I mean... No one gets flu shots? My parents. It's they're al- both in their late 60s. It's always sad when a, when a child or an old person dies, but there's so many of them. 100, 146 is like a drop in the bucket. I mean, I think more kids die from SIDS. Than, yeah, there's know. 350 million people in this country. 146 children got the flu. Get out the calculator, do the math, people. I'm not going to do for you. Now, there's also the 20,000 children annually that are hospitalized with the flu, according to these statistics. So, you could argue that uh, they're a drain on your tax God dollars. damn it. Well, now I'm going to do the math. <laughs> do because, the math well, those it. Well, those children could die. So Well, no. Out of 20,000 that were hospitalized, 146 died. They estimate <laughs> adult deaths are not tracked, but studies estimate anywhere between 3,000 and 49,000 people <laughs> die from the flu in any given season. But these are also old people who, I mean... Old people and babies. Right, but the babies have much more likelihood to go on to do other things. Like the old person is kind of on a ticking clock anyway, and the flu just happens to be the one that takes them out. Yeah. If it wasn't flu this year, it would be cancer next year or something else. Just hit a pothole. Well, isn't there a... I saw some retarded uh, photo going around Facebook. Really? uh, That's shocking. I know, right? (laughs) Um, it, It was something along the lines of... Give me a minute here. Flu shots not here today. Please research side effects and ingredients before poisoning yourself. Educate yourself. Let's take a gander at that there. So, it, yeah, it's put up in a window of a shop. It it's doesn't a, show what shop it's it, it is. It's, 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 it, it's made to look. That's what I'm giving the internet disclaimer. It's made to look that way. Right. Uh, that definitely looked like a, a store window, and 
it didn't look like it was photoshopped because it was behind the glass and you could see like the reflection off the glass and everything. Not that mm-hmm. it'd be impossible to photoshop, but it wasn't like an easy thing. But to me, that's just willful but, ignorance in a window. My well, opinion. Uh, it's going. But, ironically, it ends with educate yourself when it's clearly telling you to do like the opposite thing. Like kind of stay. It's telling you that. It, I read it as there's no flu shot here and you probably shouldn't be getting it anyway. Right? It, to me, it's telling you don't... Wait, let me see it again. Don't put... It, it's saying don't put something... What, what, what am I trying Poisons. to say? Don't poison your... Research what you put in your body before you... It's saying keep yourself ignorant of something that's designed to help you. Like, oh, wait, obviously, either. like I said, I don't buy into the hysteria of everybody needs one, but at the same time, to me, the message of something like that, like... It says flu shots, not here. Please research side effects and ingredients before poisoning yourself. Educate yourself. So it's saying no flu shots... And why are you people getting flu shots anyway, right? It just seems like it's advocating just willful, like... Ignorance of what? I don't follow that. Like, why is it bad? Like, it's it's one. It's just going, don't get one, it's bad. Like, I don't advocate that kind of thinking. Well, I don't get it. I, don't, I didn't bother to educate myself as to whether it was bad. I just didn't... Inherently, I didn't trust it. So I don't know. The sign? No. Or the... A the, flu shot ever. Ah, gotcha. No, I've I I've never gotten a flu shot. I don't follow where you're going though on the on the sign. It's got. I mean, it's not. It's not saying be ignorant. It's not, It's clearly saying on the sign, educate yourself. That's what it says, right? Educate yourself. I said, don't demonize something that was designed to help just based on a few isolated incidents. Maybe it's failing to articulate. Well, I don't know why they're saying to educate yourself, and I don't know what the negative side effects might be. And certainly, like you haven't heard about this rash of flu shots killing everybody throughout the nation. No, right. It is true that it, as many people get flu shots yearly, we would have heard of some major side effects. The, the worst is really they, people tend to get a mild version of the flu, of the flu. Like, I guess is this trying to, to play off of those whole the the anti-vax Jenny McCarthy crowd? The Is it trying to play off of those kind of fears, I guess, maybe? it's. I don't see it as playing off any fears. It seems like the person running the store had a certain agenda, and they were either anti-flu shots in general or just anti-people getting stuff injected into their body because everybody in the government's telling them that that's what they should do. I got you. I don't know. I mean, it's possible that they're in... Zombie virus. Maybe they're in Jenny McCarthy's camp. Although, I don't know. Has anybody asked Jenny McCarthy what her stance is on flu shots? I mean, apparently we gave a shit what her stance was on vaccinations, so... She's preparing her statement right now at the moment. Logic following logic. Like, we should go back and revisit this. What if it's all because she doesn't like needles? That's what this is all from. Well, here's another reason not to get a flu shot. Nurse accused of reusing syringes while giving flu shots to 67 patients. Neat. Although the the syringe is just the, the plunger part. It's not the actual needle, right? But we're we're also... I mean, we throw the whole thing away because we understand that there is still some contamination. While it's unlikely that... Anything is jumping up the needle and into the syringe and being transferred from one person to another. From what I understand, it's a sanitary thing, man. It is still possible. And how much is a fucking syringe? Yeah, I know, right? Was this the Detroit Health Department? I don't know. This is in New Jersey. Ah, where? What's it say? West West, Windsor? West Windsor, New Jersey. I don't know where that is. Nurse accused of reusing syringes. I bet you it's like backwoods. I bet you it's near Pennsylvania border. The patients at a pharmaceutical company in New Jersey. So, 
That's the thing, too. Is wow. These aren't even happening at doctor's offices. You're getting flu shots everywhere. You go up to the fucking corner drugstore and somebody's going to stick a needle in your arm. I don't know. That's another reason why I don't do it. I tend to um, leave you that there. type of thing to professionals. Someone who gets paid to dispense medications you, for a living. But do you have a fear? Of, do you have a fear of needles? No. No. Never had a problem with that. No, I just always like look at the clock across the. Room. I like distract yep, my. I distract my right. mind and before you know it, it's done. I had a hard time to with me, it. The anticipation is worse than the actual action for me. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's what. That's what gets you. Uh, I remember but stepping on a rusty nail or some shit when I was about mm, 13, 14 years old and had to go to the hospital and my dad took me and they wanted to give me a tetanus shot and I argued against it vehemently. <laughs> like, no, this is not happening. Do not want one. But, you know, eventually through coercion and holding my arm down, mm-hmm. I got the shot without too much drama. Although, I don't know. I think my dad was just frustrated. Like, really? We're, we're this all over a stupid little needle? Yeah, you're almost a full grown man. Right. Well, dad, you should try taking your grandson to go get a needle. Put in his <laughs> fucking arm. Holy shit. Like, total chaos. We knew it was going to be an issue, and that's why the ex pawned it off on me. And to get the middle school shots? Both both me and my ex have kind of weird problems with needles, too. But she... uh, I've tend to... I've overcome it to a great degree, actually. Because I was was kind of frustrated. Like, this is a ridiculous fear. This is not something that's hurting me. It's not even hurting at the time. It's just the whole concept of going into the body you know that it's a, everything's supposed to stop at the skin yeah. it doesn't go under the skin it should, so i actually started donating blood on a pretty regular basis with the idea that if i could cope with that then every other needle is going to be a piece of cake yeah and it did work to a pretty good degree i mean i can go get a shot with that i still get you know a little bit of nervousness it's mm-hmm. still the anticipation but I'm not making a big deal about it. I'm not getting super anxious about it. But although I did, uh, I eventually gave up donating blood after about a run of a year and a half of donating pretty regularly, about as often as I could, because I would still pass out sometimes, oh. and I would definitely get the uh, you get two juice tunnel two vision. Uh, no, I'd get you know somebody holding my hand and rubbing my back. Oh, for massage. <laughs> yeah. Or just wake up, you know, on a cot somewhere in the corner. Yeah. Ooh, never had that experience. Well, yeah, that's once you they stick the needle in your arm, and then of course they have to leave it there while the blood drains out. It's not like you can just ignore it. As much as you're trying yeah. to distract yourself, you're like that. Hey, there's a needle there. Hey, is that stuff supposed to be leaving my body? There's yeah. something primal in you going like, stop, 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 yeah. stop. It's designed no. to stay in. Mine. Yeah, yeah, it's not designed to go anywhere. We'll stay in the same track. Yeah, but my son was horrendous. We, I didn't tell him. I told him he had to Sneak go to the attack. doctor. Well, you know, it was going to be a drama one way or the other. I'm like, well, let's just put it off for as long as possible and at least get him to the doctors without a lot of drama. Well, I couldn't get him out of the car to go into the doctor's office. And he was like, no, I'm getting a shot. Like He knew. He was <laughs> like, you're being weird. I know something's up. They're going to give me a shot in there and I'm not going. Mm. Chasing him around the parking lot, like physically picking him up. He's fucking, you know, he's 12 years old. <laughs> and uh, 
he's not exact. I mean, he's a little, he's a little weakling. Don't get me wrong, but he still packs a lot of strength in him for that scrawny little body. <laughs> Plus, you know, you've got like I don't know, fifteen moms and all their kids inside the doctor's office coming and going and watching me wrestle with my kid. <laughs> Can't whoop his ass. I know. Someone would call the cops. I would have got a ass whooping for that shit. Oh, for sure. One one trip around the car in the parking lot, and it would have been upside my head. But it would have been like, knock this shit off. Let's go in and get the shot. We got shit to do. Right. He was super pissed. I mean, it took a lot of coercion. It took a lot of, like, me, the ex-wife, the nurses all around him trying to... And then afterwards, once it was done... Still pissed at just me. The whole thing was my fault. You perpetrated the lie. He's still mad at me about it. Yeah. This cost a video game to get over? Perhaps a computer game? Yeah, I guess that's the only thing that's good. A healthy bribe, and I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to stoop that low. You get a new cat. Get a new cat. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. That's what the daughter is screaming for. What's another cat? I made them, well, I was trying to get one from a local shelter, and they have pictures up and everything, but they didn't respond to me ever. And I'm assuming the cat found a good home, but I showed it to my daughter to see, hey, what do you think of this cat? And that, then from that day on, I was like, did you get the cat yet? Did you get the cat yet? Did you get the cat? And I'm like, I tried to explain to you. This is just an idea. It might not happen. She was locked on that cat. So now she's mad at me too. Kids, fuck them. <laughs> you, can't, you can't please them. It's all not my fault. It's all other people's fault. They don't understand moving at the speed of other people yet. Well, what happened to, like, getting a cat was easy. You knew somebody on your block. Wait, you were saying, like, now it's like... You got it. Well, it used to be you ask around, and somebody's like, yeah, I got a cardboard box full of them. Please take one of these kittens. Yeah, I got 23. And they would go to the vet. 40 more on the way next week. I don't know. Actually, I don't believe any of the cats I had as a kid ever went to the vet. Why would they have to go to the vet? They went in and outside. They never had them declawed, which I would never want to. Man, but you want no shots, shots or anything. Well, yeah, you would, think, you would think, yeah. I was going to say they don't go to the vet till they get sick, but they don't even do that. They would just crawl under, uh, crawl under a porch somewhere and die. But you can't get a cat. What did you say they were at? Oh, they, they, like, have you ever had a cat before? I filled out an application that was longer than the last job application that I applied for. For a cat. For a cat. I had to answer all these questions about what do, is my current cat declawed and what's my stance on declawing? Would I ever declaw a cat? And does it have shot? My current cat have shots? And has it ever been in contact with other animals? And. They want to know all this information. And then... I never sniffed another cat's butt. Either they don't care to move any of those cats, or they're just that busy, because I applied twice and sent two additional emails following Listen, up. sir, we don't think you're cat material. <laughs> or that. They took one look at it and was like, no. Like, we're not giving this guy a cat. Look at him. <laughs> this guy's cat abuser what, what written all over him. What, what good is giving this guy a cat going to be? Like, he now will have two pets to eat his feet when he dies alone? Yeah. <laughs> they wanted to go to a family. There's any kids. Prejudice against single divorced males. Prejudice for single divorced women. Oh, you want a cat? I'll get your cat yeah, by this why. afternoon. <laughs> well, that's why I couldn't get one. They're going around like, I noticed you only have two cats. You're 38 and divorced. Your uh, allotment should be... 3.5, yeah, so, so we'll have to get, to get you at least another one in we here. We need to get you another cat immediately. 
Here, take two. <laughs> Thank you for listening, liking, and sharing Unregimented on Facebook and following Unregimented on Twitter at Unregimented Pod. If you like Unregimented, please tell a friend to visit ChristopherMedia.net. You can subscribe to Unregimented on iTunes for free just by clicking through the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. You can also show your support for Unregimented when you buy something on iTunes just by clicking through the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. It won't cost you anything extra, and it shows your support for Unregimented. While you're on iTunes, please remember to write a review and rate Unregimented five stars. Just click on the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Android users can listen to Unregimented for free at ChristopherMedia.net by clicking on the Stitcher radio player on our homepage. You can also listen to Unregimented for free at TuneIn.com or by downloading their free TuneIn radio app. Don't forget, you can always listen to Unregimented for free across any platform just by going to ChristopherMedia.net. Make sure to check out all of the podcasts on ChristopherMedia.net. Mondays and Fridays, you have Unregimented. Reach us at Unregimented Pod on Twitter. Tuesdays and Fridays, you have the Weedsman Podcast. Find those guys at the Weedsman 420 on Twitter. Wednesday, you have the Projection Booth, projection-booth.com, or at Pro Boothcast on Twitter. Saturday, you have the Captain's Table at Captain's Podcast on Twitter. You can also check out one of our new shows. Well, new to us. It's the Ugly Club Podcast. It's another movie podcast, but these guys go with more of a theme each week rather than just one movie. You can check them out at Ugly Club Podcast on Twitter or UglyClubPodcast.com. If you like Unregimented and want to show your support for Unregimented, you can donate to Christopher Media by clicking through the PayPal button at ChristopherMedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click through the Amazon banner at ChristopherMedia.net and bookmark the link. It won't cost you anything extra, and when you buy something, you will show your support for Unregimented. If you're looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net. That's who we use to host Unregimented. When you sign up for HostGator by clicking through the banner at ChristopherMedia.net, you are helping to support Unregimented. All right. Well, what about this shooting in yeah, Oregon? So can't ignore the ugliness. The latest shooting. 200, what did I read last Thursday? 295 shootings, mass shootings in 273 days. Really? Yeah. Um, how are they counting? I mean, obviously, these weren't all the high publicity ones that we've heard about in the news this was basically uh i don't know i wonder how they come up with that number because there's a lot of shootings that happen all over the place that we don't hear about obviously yeah but the, but, the key word i guess was mass shootings maybe it's two or more people right more than two people two i think two or more white people to be a mass oh, shooting oh other otherwise they file it we under, went, under we went there un, otherwise they just file it under drug related oh damn well when two or more white people get shot now you've got a mass situation on your hands putting the candle through the paper plate well i what was interesting about this i shouldn't say interesting i mean this is a tragedy but all the news and fallout from this tragedy was interesting in a way that did you did you listen to or read any of president obama's comments on this uh, a little bit exasperated Frustrated, I think would mm-hmm. uh, would sum it up quite well. Uh, he said, "Here's some of his quotes: Our thoughts and prayers are not enough, and it does nothing to prevent this carnage from being inflicted someplace else in America." So the rhetoric, the, our thoughts and prayers are with them. You know, we feel for the families of the of the victims and all this shit. Well, it's sure like that's he has to do that. You can't not do that. Well, Only the president, but kind of like, but this is part of the he job. Kind of did not do that. And is that a double negative or not? <laughs> I'm confusing yeah. myself. Because well, he's saying, because he's not getting up there and saying, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with him. He's saying, hey, this thoughts and prayer shit ain't cutting it. Oh, 
So it's not enough. It does nothing to prevent the carnage from being inflicted someplace else in America. We are the only advanced country on Earth that sees these kind of mass shootings every few months. Polling says that the majority of Americans understand we should be changing these laws, including the majority of responsible gun-abiding, or law-abiding gun owners. Gun-abiding. I mean, they are gun-abiding as well. They're gun-abiding and law-abiding. But he's a lot of what he said could be read as, well, he might have even said it in this, that there's nothing really he can do by himself. And there's certainly nothing that he can do out, without the help of the rest of the American people. And he's kind of pointing the finger at everybody else in America and say, hey, everybody is, you know, up in arms about these, these horrible shootings of these innocent victims that are happening all over the nation on a regular basis now, but nobody wants to do anything about it because they think there's nothing to be done. Yeah, I, but I, you, I read some things talking about, like, you always got the left going gun control, and then you always got the right going, no, it's mental health. And, and, and no one's offering up. Once again, we're back to people right. are offering up a well, lot of well, ideas but no solutions. Right. This is these are the arguments that you have in the government. But what he's saying is, if anything's really going to be done, it has to be the people that that light the fuse on this and say mm-hmm. to your representative, your senator, uh, that you know we want something done about gun control, and to make that an issue that you vote on. If somebody's not for gun control, we're not going to vote for you. But why aren't there? I mean, one thing I'll, I'm with Barry on is why aren't there national background checks? Why is it state to state? You know, as far as with this stuff, I mean, everyone wants to fall back on the, the Constitution and it's our natural, it's our rights. Well, you know what? Then maybe that might be something the government, if we're going to fall back on that belief, then maybe that's something we might let, have, let the government handle mm-hmm. is we control how you get them. We- it's, it's not that we don't have background checks. It's that we don't implement the, the current policies that we have well enough to to actually make sure that these background checks are being done in all cases of gun purchasing. Uh, the loophole of purchasing at gun shows is one where you can bypass having a background check done. And also, it's a question of how in-depth this background check Why goes. Why fix that shit? Like, have you ever shot a person before? No? Okay, here's your gun. It's kind of a cut-and-dry thing. Like, if you don't have a record... And you have should be a been, background check. This should be a mental examination. I think you should have to take one yearly if you're a gun owner. Yeah, th- yeah, you, absolutely. Well, what's also interesting is about a lot of the language. Every time a tragedy happens, is hey, we shouldn't politicize this. You know, which usually happens when somebody makes a really good point, and the and the the uh, the opposition to it is hey, we shouldn't politicize this. Said the yeah. loser. Right. Well, it's usually the liberal says we need more gun control laws and the conservatives say you're using this uh, this tragedy to, uh, push, to, to push your own agenda. So are you. But what Obama's saying in his speech here is that this is something that we should politicize. This is a political choice that we make to allow this to happen every few months in America. Like, you know, I was thinking like it's... I don't know. Like t- to me, this is the one that's kind of pushed me over the edge. Is like something's got to change, you know. And like me, Jay and I sparred a little bit back and forth on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, last yeah, I wish w- he was here last I'm week. Sure about I know we need Jay say. for this conversation. We'll revisit but, uh, this. Uh, but it's too. It's you know when we always talk. You know, I was brought up like, man, does it seem out of hand? And then the points we always seem to make. Well, no, it's always here. And in the twenty-four hour news cycle, you need things to talk about. But it's not like. These things are coming up at three thirty in the morning on Tuesday on CNN. These are these are these have been like a headline, right? 
incidents, and they just seem to be like they seem to be weekly or bi-weekly now, every well, couple weeks. What about this? This is again from Obama's speech. There is a gun for roughly every man, woman, and child in America. So how can you, with a straight face, make the argument that more guns will make us safer? I mean, you don't think like the places I go back and forth to all the time. I've especially. I always got one eye open, head on a swivel type of shit. You know, fucking just everybody, it, it, it just seems lately like it, it's just more, I don't know if it's a societal thing, like we're more amped up, we're more agitated. Maybe it's the movies, maybe it's the TV, maybe it's the video games. Who the fuck knows? But something's going on. Like, it just seems like it's getting out of hand. Like, it seems it's, mm-hmm. we, we, we're doing one too many. Here we go. It's the cliches, but we're seems like every couple of weeks we're doing a podcast talking about another mass shooting or another gun incident. Right. You know? And, you know, I think the real answer is that it's both. It's both a gun control issue and a mental health issue. And we never do anything about either because we're too busy arguing over which one we should tackle. Like, I read an article that says we need to stop arguing about either one of those and figure out what is causing the violence. Not well, what should it, we do. It's that... not the guns. It's not the people. What is causing the violence? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that put it in the the mental health category then, though? I mean... Yeah, but I think on a deeper level. Unless because you... Because fu- if, you, if you look at the left side, it's, it's the guns that are the problem. And the right's telling you, well, it's the people who are, have the guns right. that's the problem. But, it, but when you're saying we need to get to the source of what's causing the violence in the first place. I mean, unless the source is some alien uh, parasite that's taking over people's brains and causing them to mow down other I'm people. I'm saying maybe it's sociological, then, sir. Then, maybe, uh, maybe it is a sociological issue. All right. I All right. We'll agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> what about Ben Carson? Because you know who Ben Carson is, right? Detroit native from the ghetto to brain surgeon extraordinaire. Is it racist to call him the black horse in the Republican race? <laughs> no, because it's the... Oh. Because it's exactly uh, what he is. Oh, shit. In two ways. What was, um, uh, Rupert Murdoch came out in support on Twitter today, or recently, in, oh, su- in support of Ben not, Carson. Say of not Donald Trump. No, he came out in support of Ben Carson saying that we need to have a real black president. Oh. <laughs> Somebody who can tackle race issues. So I don't know who made Rupert Murdoch the judge. I didn't know Obama's blackness was under <laughs> review by Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're on warning, you're on warning, Obama. I thought him and Trump didn't get along. No, Trump is asserting that he's super black, like born in Kenya. Well, they don't get along because, I mean, I think even if... I doubt that if uh, if Trump wasn't running, he still wouldn't be voting for Ben Carson. So, But Ben Carson says... Uh, this is what he says about the shooting. It's like, how much more black could this be? And the answer is... <laughs> None. None. That's actual... Apparently some is the answer when it comes to Obama. That's actual quote from Rupert Murdoch (laughs) about Ben Carson. Well, hey, you know, he Ben Carson's from Detroit. Where's Obama from? Did not know that. Uh, Iowa? Or Kenya, if you ask Donald Trump. <laughs> no, Hawaii. Hawaii. Remember his saying his mom was from Iowa. Or Iowa? He, I thought Obama split time between, like, Iowa and Hawaii growing up. And Possibly. Ended up in Illinois. I don't know. Either way, not Detroit. Hawaii. Not even Cleveland. <laughs> well, people from Cleveland don't even want to be from Cleveland. No, what I'm saying, real black people are from Detroit or Cleveland. Oh, really? The brothers in St. Louis and New York know about Not this. Iowa and... Yeah, we're talking about who's really... Who's the, who's so blacker? Some gentlemen in Compton who might disagree. Quien es mas negro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So what Ben says about the uh, the shootings is that, uh, well, this is his quote. From the indications I got, they did not rush the shooter. As he said to CBS the morning of the Oregon shooting, the shooter can only shoot one person at a time. He cannot shoot a group of people. Well, didn't he get in a shootout with him? Well, you could argue that he did shoot a group of people. Yeah, wasn't he? He did it one at a time. He didn't say everybody line up, but I'm going to see how many, how many people this bullet's going to get through. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> but too, but also, didn't this guy get in a shootout with the cops? Mm-hmm. No, what he's saying is at the initial incident, if instead of running and cowering uh, and getting shot, if they instead all decided to charge the shooter, yeah. then sure, somebody's likely to get shot, but less people would be shot because he would have taken the shooter. People out. are thinking rationally when they're trying not to be hit by bullets. Right. Victims should have rushed the shooter to prevent more lives from being lost. That w- he w- and that he would have made he would have confronted the gunmen and would have instructed people to attack the gunmen. Well, that's great. You would have been the hero. Ben Carson would have been the one guy that says he can't shoot us all at once. Rush him, and then he'd rush the guy while everybody else ran out. Then the black guy dies first, and then that's a cliche. Right. But it would make him blacker than Obama. Yeah, now he's got a bullet wound. Hey, nothing more black than being gunned down by a white guy. Oh. Right? With a badge? Well, he took he, he took uh he took some flack, obviously. That his You don't say his comments were insensitive to the victims of the shooting. And he said I said what I would do. I would ask everyone to attack the gunman. That way we wouldn't all end up dead. He said while chuckling. Some people have that nervous laughter thing where they just you know, it's like Doctor Hibbert. Maybe he's like Dr. Hibbert. <laughs> he can't shoot us all at once. <laughs> yeah. So I think it was the brashness of his statement, the presumption that he would have taken better action in the in the heat of the moment, and a little bit of laughter after the fact. <laughs> well, Trump actually... Uh, <laughs> Trump defended Ben Carson on this because he, he said that he's a, a real black man, unlike Obama. No, actually, he didn't say that. But he said Ben Carson was speaking in general terms as to what he would do if confronted with a gunman. He was not criticizing the victims. Not fair, Trump said, on, or Trump tweeted. And I believe he was, he was even on CNN saying, I, or no, this Lindsey Graham was on CNN. I say, wait a minute, isn't, isn't Trump protesting CNN? Oh, that, no, that's Trump's right. Fox. That's right. He, but he was on Fox last week, too. Oh, Trump was? <laughs> oh, that ended quickly. Oh, I thought they had a Trump embargo that they weren't going to have Donald Trump. Come on. <laughs> I thought Donald Trump wasn't going on Fox anymore. <laughs> this is this is like a staring contest between a male and female horny dog. Yeah, like, say two it's, dogs. It's only going to last like a couple seconds before they realize what they really want to do is yeah, is fuck each other. Let's make some sweet air, on-air 24 news cycle love. Lindsey Graham says, "I think Mr. Carson has no idea what he would do." Which yes, I think that's the logical statement there. You can't. Nobody can say definitively. Oh, I would have done that. And you know, guys notoriously say that. Use Lindsey Graham all the time. You talk, the talk to any guy about break that shit down. Right, like, hey, you know, what if, uh, what if you were on uh, flight? What was the flight that the terrorists took down? The, uh, the one where they the let's roll one. The let's roll one. Yeah, I don't remember. Any, any guy you talked to, been like, oh, I would. I'm horrible man. It wouldn't even got to that. As soon as I saw those weapons, man, I would have taken them all out. I would have said, charge! They can't take us all. 
I had two register weapons then, on me. And then I was at righty people, and lefty. Move, 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 go, go, go. Waving my arms around no, a lot. You would have shit your pants like everybody else. <laughs> Probably cried, called your family. Lindsey Graham says, you know, I've been in the military for a very long time. No, you're... This is the guy who said that, that Carson would not have any idea what he would do in that situation. He's criticizing. He says, I've never been a frontline soldier by any means, but I can tell you this. You don't know what's going to happen. Like during the Holocaust, you're overwhelmed. You're at the, uh, all I can say is uh, uh, not what we need to be saying as leaders of the country. Because his brain started going, why are you saying Holocaust? Why are you saying yeah. Holocaust right Stop now? Stop saying Holocaust. But, Lindsay, where are you going with this one? <laughs> yeah. He kind of trailed off after that. Yeah. It's, it's like the Holocaust. Like, who, 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 know, who knows if it really happened? Stop. <laughs> Stop talking, Lindsay. You southern gentleman, you. And, of course, we had to know, what about the parents? Are the parents to blame in this situation? According to findings Usually online... Usually kind of. Well, it's interesting because the, the shooter's parents split up many years ago and have been raising their son separately. Now, they found um, Yahoo accounts that were linked to, uh, I guess, the, the mother was on what Yahoo Answers, right? Which is... <laughs> Got the worst answers ever. If My ever... son's building an arsenal. Any suggestions? Yeah. Well, so they, they trace this back to her. They believe, actually, this was a story on CNN. They believe they found the past online writings of one Tweety Bird, the alias that she went on or went by online. I'm imagining she's got the truck with the Tweety Bird stickers on it. The mud flaps. Yeah. Uh, postings make reference. Chuck nuts. Postings make reference to Harper having a son who had a, who had a disorder on the autism spectrum, and of the family having strong pro-gun views. This is highly inappropriate. And complained about lame states that consider a loaded magazine inside the home the same as having a loaded gun. I keep all my mags full. I keep two full mags in my Glock case. And the ARs and the AKs all have loaded mags. No one be dropping by my house uninvited, says Tweety Bird. Well, whereas the starting to support my theory, the father. Well, you know, I I hope. Uh, I don't know. What can you hope for in this case? But the the gun thing. I mean, this guy. He, he lived. His, he came from a family that had a lot of weapons. At least on his mom's side, they Apple had a don't lot of fall weapons. Too far from the tree. Right. And. That's how I guess that's how he got the weapon that he used. It wasn't registered to him. He just took it from the house. They have weapons. Weapons. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't. I don't actually know how many he had. Um, they interviewed the father, who said that get off, you got ten seconds to get off my property. He said no. The father is the sane one. Oh, former husband Ian Mercer. So the shooting would not have happened if his son, his 26 year old son, had not had access to 14 guns. All the guns were legally obtained by the shooter or family members over the last three years through a federally licensed firearms dealer, a federal official said last week. And wise words from Mr. Mercer, he said, I'm a great believer in you don't buy guns, don't buy guns, you don't buy guns. You know, the the, the other side of this sword is that with the uh, a little bit of background on the family also gets, a, I mean, we're talking about mental health issues here too. And this guy was on the autism spectrum, right? Now, I know that, uh, I don't believe that autism is not listed as a mental health thing. It's not in the same category as like schizophrenia. And, yeah. I mean, this is more of like a disease. But 
I mean, who knows? That's where we're going to be going with this maybe. Now, does an autistic person or somebody with Asperger's or something like that need to have a gun? I think that's maybe debatable too. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a behavioral issue and it's the behavior that we're trying to control. I can hear Jay off in the distance. Well, who gets to be the person who decide who gets a gun and who doesn't get well, a gun? Um, I'm saying Jenny McCarthy's kid does not get a gun. Oh, sorry. If it's if it's left up to me, sorry, Jenny, your kid don't get no gun. You gotta take a competency test. Unless you go post for Playboy again. Or oh, she start was, passing out blowjobs. I guess she was in the news because she was asked if she would pose for Playboy again. Why? Because Pamela Anderson did it recently. Why do we want to see naked 40-year-old women? I don't want to see naked 20-year-old or 40-year-old Pamela Anderson, frankly. Um, uh, what's her name? I just said it. Jenny McCarthy? Yeah. Jenny McCarthy. She's still hot. I will always want to see her naked. And the scenes from Basketball, the innuendo scenes where she's like cleaning the floor and shit, still really, really hot. I've always said, as you know, dumb as she is, I still always had a crush on Jenny McCarthy. I'll never end. You know, and by the way, I'm going to uh, uh, amend my statement for yeah. my own personal protection. And uh, for some of our married listeners, uh, people in relationships, why would you want to see a 40-year-old woman naked that you're not having sex with? <laughs> yes. Plenty of 40-year-old women that we want to see naked. Just not in the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, not related to the shooting, but it was interesting that a story came up this week, too, about mental health screening kiosks that they are developing. In Boston, Governor... The same people who just administer the flu shots? Yeah. Here, come in, in. Get your brain checked out. In Boston, Governor Charlie Baker and several lawmakers will mark National Depression Screening Day at the State House Thursday. That's today. All right. So yesterday... This happened. 25 years ago, encouraging people to get screened for common mental health problems. Well, the movement started 25 years ago. And the Mind Care Kiosk is something that they're promoting a common mental health that uh, can search for common mental health issues like anxiety and depression. Anywhere from 7 to 8 million people suffer from depression do not get treatment. Depression is treatable and treatment is accessible. Yeah, October 8th, National Depression Screening Day. All right, so hopefully so yesterday. You might you might be able to uh, access these kiosks. So this is, the concept is you'll have a little computer screen, touchscreen uh, kiosk that would sit probably somewhere next to the uh, blood pressure cuff, you know? Thing that you sit in and it takes your blood pressure. You, get it, you check your blood pressure at the... Uh, yeah, you stick your head into this one. No, you, you answer questions. You can take it online, too. Are you feeling sad today? No. But is this the, the mega mix? The shitty mega mix where it just jumps right to... This is like the promotional, like, here's all the songs. You'll, the cool songs you'll find on Check Your Head. How many times did I listen to this album in 1992? I don't know. Like... A lot. Probably more than 300. Oh. It was on just repeat for the longest time. Outrage. I tell you, there's plenty of outrage to go around. Actually, there's so much outrage, we don't even know where to fling our outrage anymore. We're mad at El Roker. And Why? Now, what did El Roker do? Well, it wasn't because his body got skinny and his head stayed Is the same size, than size, which did happen. Cause, uh, Is he real black weatherman? <laughs> hey, real black weatherman would have stayed fat, okay? 
They don't look at me. Rupert Murdoch said it. But, uh, and we'll call them Ben Carson. Fucking racist. Al Roker had to apologize after outrage over South Carolina flood selfie. Right. So he went to South Carolina to report firsthand on the flood and the damage that was happening. The storm ravaged South Carolina. And he posts this picture. Now, I know you, you at home can't see this, but I'm sure you'll be able to find it if you search Al Roker, big head, little body, and outrage. <laughs> He's <laughs> here's him and two members of his crew um, standing in front of uh, in the well in the background. There's like a huge section of the freeway missing. I mean, look at that. That is humongous. And there's a car that's like down in the ditch, facing the wrong way, and they're smiling their ass off, like, "Hey, it's cool. We're in we're in South Carolina, taking a disaster selfie." My crew and I getting ready to report on east coast flooding from south carolina i don't see what's wrong with that like hey yeah. look this devastation on the scale on on the whole chart of things that are going wrong with this nation i see that nothing wrong with that it look, doesn't even rank i'm reporting on rank. a national disaster look at this picture of this national disaster what did the sjw's have to say to al you know, I think it was the bitch in the middle that got him. What, like, the chick smiling? Maybe that's their car. They're like, hey, well, we're alive. Al Roker's here. Al Roker's got, like, he kind of has, like, a nervous-looking smile. He's like, eh, should and, we be really taking this? And the guy on the other side in the fedora, he's barely cracking a smile. The little cutie in the middle is just beaming ear to ear. Mm-hmm. She looks so happy. I wonder if that's Kate Snow. She is just, uh, and she's got a gorgeous smile. Look at those teeth, man. Those are perfect. But I think that's what set everybody off. She looks like she is having a blast. All right. So what did Twitter, what did all the well, haters... What's the alternative? You put on the sad face? You pretend to cry? Yeah. Devastated You self. look like a fucking idiot, like a clown? Yeah. You stand there straight face and everyone, look at He doesn't even feel anything. Look at that damage happening. Around. Well, I think a lot of people's outrage it was because they assumed that somebody was like trapped in that car in the background, like pounding on the window. Let me out. Let me out. And they're just like, hold on. Got to take this selfie. These disaster selfie opportunities only come around once in a blue moon. Yeah, because can't if, pass you, that up. if people but, knew anything about anything this woman was there was a woman in the car she was fine what's if people knew anything about anything if that was really truly truly hazardous something was wrong it would be taped off there'd actually be responders by it there's fucking a whole section like a 30-foot section of the road missing though no but i'm saying there'd probably be a little bit more of the first responders a little bit (laughs) around it i don't know i don't think that's the case it's a disaster site there's it's disastrous flooding i don't know that they have enough responders to go around well the Lisa, thing is they ordered a lot of that yellow caution tape she fell off the road because a big hole opened up in it and then mm-hmm. she was fine i think uh, people want to assume the worst mm-hmm. so that they can express their anger about so something. they can grandstand so immediately you look at that photo and you go oh my god that woman ran off the road so and they hurried become, up and took a selfie in front of her before they uh went and saved her so it becomes sanctimonious time there's a soapbox and i'm getting on it people looking to be offended looking for things to bitch about do you remember the story about the uh our time. the dunkin donuts employee that re- that refused to serve the police officer i thought it was arby's but there was an arby's one too there's a oh. dunkin donuts one the dunkin donuts one was uh the employee that told an officer we don't serve cops here now we don't like money for raises here right. <laughs> well apparently there was another incident since then in rhode island on friday 
Local police union officer said, uh, local police union said an officer <coughs> received a cup with the social justice message hashtag Black Lives Matter written on it. Right? So they gave him their coffee. They didn't refuse the service, but they just, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they wrote it on all the cups going out that day. Kind of doubt it. But they decided that this cop had to know that Black Lives Matter. I'd have had him open the window again and, like, popped him on the forehead with my nightstick. Knock that shit off. This is why you work at Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, and if you wanna if you want a master list, you can the attitude of how black lives matter in ma- in order of importance. You can contact Rupert Murdoch, and he'll tell you which ones are the <laughs> yeah, blackest. He's been ranking them. The blackest lives matter the most. So mm-hmm. Ben Carson's life matters more than Barack Obama's because he's only half black. Is, is there a little? Is there a city on your story for Rhode Providence? Island? Providence. Right. Depends on what section. Yeah. But it, it, it was more than likely if it was in Providence, it could have been a black person. It could have been by uh, a cop. Nothing in this story says whether the the employee was African American. But yeah, could have been black cop. I mean, so well, the thing is now it, it's a it's a thing. Now Dunkin' Donuts has to make a public an apology. They have to have a statement saying that you know sorry these one people, of our employees is an idiot. Yeah, these are some rogue employees acting on their own volition, and we're sorry. And by the way, we support cops and love cops everywhere. Imagine if cops started protesting Dunkin' Donuts. Oh my God, Krispy Kreme would proclaim victory throughout the land. Right, it'd go the way of the uh, Long John. We've Silver. won. But does this really? Person who served the coffee. What I, was your end game? What yeah. were you hoping to accomplish? But these are these aren't the same thing either, are they? These are two separate incidences. They're not even tied together. I mean, maybe the intentions at the heart of the person doing this was at the end of the day the same thing, which is this cop must hate black people because all cops hate black people. So I have to let them know that that's wrong. You can't get your beef and cheddar. But it's not the same thing. Refusing service and then choosing to... Black Lives Matter. Hashtag no beef and cheddar for you. No, not Arby's. No, I'm saying that was the first one. Dunkin' Donuts. But that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. Those are both Dunkin' Donuts incidents. Oh, really? Yeah, these are both happening. That's what I'm saying. There's a rash of these incidents, i.e. two. Oh, more than one. Well, yeah. I mean... You get, hey, somebody disses you on Twitter, that's one asshole. Two people diss you on Twitter, oh my God, all of Twitter's against me. Yeah. That's all it takes these days. You get two people to corroborate, you have a movement. What What I'm trying to differentiate here is refusing service is not the same as serving the officer and choosing to include your own little social justice warrior. The question to either one is, what's your point? What's your end game? Right. Cops going to go down the street, give money to other Dunkin' Donuts. So that Dunkin' Donuts wins. And in the other situation, now you have angry. Now you've just made your customer pissed. Now you're going to cost your restaurant money. And the fact that now he's probably going to get free coffee for the next fucking six months. And inspire another hashtag, hashtag movement, uh, hashtag Krispy Kreme Donuts matters. Yeah, there you go. Krispy Kreme Donuts loves black people. Yeah, no loves cops. Krispy Kreme and loves love the police and cops. They love them both. Have you heard anything about this prisoner release? It's happening, letting people out. Well, yeah, it's kind of been a political uh, uh, wedge issue lately. Is it minor people... drug offenders? Yes, it's exactly Sweet. what it is. 
Well, they're in the middle of, uh, of lawmakers debating on how we should reform current laws that uh, incarcerate people for things like minor drug offenses. Suddenly, this, uh, these stories start popping up everywhere that we're about to release, uh, what is it, like 6,000 federal prisoners this month from prison? Now, was, this was all according to a plan that went into action last year. So it's not like, uh, you know, they just thought of this. It's coming out now because they're trying to use it as a political wedge to say, hey, you know, we can't be soft on crime. Look at this. The government's already letting people out of known criminals wandering the streets. Wait till May. Or no, it's May or it's June. So it, you know, so it goes right up with Orange is the New Black. <laughs> so it's in the news cycle, too. Well, yeah, uh, they're releasing six, up to 6,000 prisoners later this month, and eventually uh, they, they think a total of 46,000 prisoners will be released. And these are all minor drug offenses. These aren't drug traffickers. These aren't violent crimes. So it's like someone sold an ounce to an undercover cop, that kind of person. Right. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <clears throat> And then they're serving like eight years for it. But this is uh, another thing about prisons. America's favorite pastime, imprisoning people. Putting some good people in prisons too, apparently, because they just beat Harvard, Harvard's Ivy League debate team at the uh, three-man Eastern New York Correctional Facility team was declared the winner. When the answer to everything is to pull an ice pick, you're going to win every argument. Let's see. Harvard undergraduates said they were proud to lose to the phenomenally intelligent and articulate teams. The inmate. You know... <laughs> the answer to everything is I'll stab you. Well, okay. They called them... Phenom- Point prison. They call the prisoners phenomenally intelligent and articulate. And they're not allowed to be Do you think, in prison. Well, I, they use the word articulate, right? Do you think they've ever, ever used that word before post-debate? After losing to, I don't know, I guess they debate other colleges, right? Mostly. Mm-hmm. So then they go up against, you know, post school out on my ass, Yale, and go, oh, they were amazingly articulate. No. <laughs> no, it's expected because it's Yale. No, it's... Yeah. Right. Talk about you, you playing the classism card there, Aaron? I'm just saying it's a backhanded compliment. And I, I understand it. That's, uh, that's like meeting President Obama and saying he was amazingly articulate. <laughs> you, can, you see how this word is used. Like, hey, he was smart for a black guy. That's essentially what the connotation with that is. Because you wouldn't meet any other white presidents. Well, I guess I would say if I met Bush, I'd say, well, he's actually pretty articulate. <laughs> but he's an idiot. W? Yeah, that Bush. Boy, things aren't looking good for Jeb, by the way. I I think he's just kind of sitting back and letting everybody uh, tear each other apart, and he just feels he's going to come and sweep everything so, up. Listen, my last name's Bush. I'll make it. Uh, I'll make it past Iowa. I think Hillary Clinton's chances are looking a lot worse than than Bush's are. Jeb Bush's when uh, when the majority of people. What was the poll they asked? Uh, what What's the first word that comes to mind when we say blank candidate? And, and Hillary Clinton was like liar. I think was the the number one. Trump, batshit insane. Well, Trump had there was a whole list of them. Arrogant idiot i think arrogant idiot i mean those two right there it says everything doesn't it so it's looking like right now bernie sanders would win the the nomination the ultimate lame duck if he wins um i think i think it's uh uh, biden is doing much like what i think jeb bush is doing they're both kind of going like biden hasn't even said he's running 
Yeah, he, he's running. He's going to run. Uh, there's been a lot of Uncle Joe in the you media lately. You, it's been on talk shows. When somebody and such. says they're not running and they're really not running, they go away. People stop caring about them. But yet, we've heard numerous stories in the last month about why Biden isn't running, why he's not going to run. I mean, come on. They're all, all those stories about See, I'm not running are Uncle pointing jo- to one thing. Uncle Joe's going to try to ride that hope and change wave. I think, honestly, we're probably going to see a Bush-Biden race at the end of the day when the dust settles. Double Bs. It's a respectable size. <laughs> I like Bs. Cs are my favorite. I think Cs are universally. You can never go wrong. You can never go wrong. Some Cs. A's can be not enough. Uh, D's. Big's always good, but there are things that can go awry. I don't know. I like them built for comfort. I like boobs. Yeah. Boobs. Let's line it up. Boobs. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for sharing it with a friend. Uh, uh, hey, uh, by the way, keep failing to mention this. Check out, we got a new podcast here on Christopher Media. Beer Nuts. Beer Nuts. Yes. Uh, it's about craft beer. Uh, so far, each week, uh, we're, we're covering a different style of beer. Uh, let's see. It's Wait. like the Weedsman if we grew weed. Like, yeah. These guys make beer. Yeah, these guys straight up make beer and they and they know what the fuck they're talking about. Uh, yes. Like we talk about strains in the weeds and we're like, what does it do to you? Get you high? Uh, yeah, these guys know <laughs> They know the science. Yeah, it's crazy. He's it, the Mr. Wizard of Beers. It, yes, Mr. Wizard Beers. But uh <laughs> That's what it was gonna be called. Yeah. <laughs> Got a cease and desist from Nickelodeon. <laughs> but uh, this and then we called it you can't do that on beer podcast. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Got uh, another episode that's up right now is uh, barrel aged beers, which that episode was fun for us to do. Because barrel aged beers tend, tend to be a little uh, higher alcohol content. Mm-hmm. They they taste like whiskey, or they have a kind of a liquor aftertaste to them, or anything. They, or does it just tastes like beer. Uh, you see, you, my honest opinion, yeah, is they no lie to me. They they taste like beers that taste like uh like some like you would cook with them. Like this sh- cooking beers. Like, like this should be the base of some kind of sauce ah. for my steak. All right, but they were good. Uh, you know, I even saw a commercial for one uh, for Goose Island for bourbon uh, ale that they make. But and then uh, one that's going up uh, by the time well tomorrow. If you download this on Friday, if you're listening on Saturday, uh, go check. It might be up now. The one that's going up this week is about. Uh, we had to do it. The the uh, the autumn ales and harvest ales. So, I actually found a pumpkin ale I liked. None of us were a fan of the, the, the pumpkin ale, so we kind of oh. powered through that episode. Yeah. But not interesting a- thing, I'll give you a little bit of beer knowledge. Harvest ales, not because of the time of year that they are uh, made. Harvest ales because it's made when the hops, like the hops is straight up off the vine in these ales. Why they are called harvest ales. But anyways, beer nuts. If you like craft beer, check it out. Saturdays, ChristopherMedia.net. It's on iTunes. Thank you for everybody for listening. Jay and Rich, uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, you get me and Aaron again on Monday. So uh, if you don't like me and Aaron, sorry. <laughs> on that note, we'll catch you next week. <laughs> See you next week, hopefully. Yeah. If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening.
Christopher Media. Let's make some noise. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.